here we are, we're back. Episode 5. This week we've spoken about time trials, nights out. What else have we talked about? Uh, just general nothing. You just rambled for a few things. General ramblings. So yeah, enjoy. Joined again, Sam and Tom. Lads, how are we? Evening. All right. Yeah, good, thank you. Tom, you're obviously avoiding household chores, seeing as uh, you messaged us a couple of hours ago to jump on a recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, actually, Sean's, because Sean's a bit injured at the moment, she's just been doing everything around the house, which is nice. She spent all the afternoon in the garden, actually, which is pretty cool. Oh, sweet. Weather was... Shame yeah, weather... about the weather to sit out in it. But, yes. <sighs> yeah. Turned a bit now. Got out of the bike for a decent bit earlier today, though. Saw Sam. Yeah, it felt like summer Le- again. Leading the girls' group. Someone's got to. Taking them on roads within 40 miles of the house that they've never been on, despite living in the area for 10 years. Which, where did you go? Who were you riding with? Um, you know, if you're going, where, where I saw you, Tom, going towards yeah. Grassington. Yeah. We turned right as it goes up past the quarry. Yeah. And then you go down there and then yeah. take that right again. That takes you towards Burn. So instead of going down to the main road and then turning right. Oh, yeah. I go that road all the like, time. Yeah, no, I, I go on that road every time I go that way as well. Most people tend to. And apparently, it was a road that Lucy and Lucy had never, ever been on. Quality. I'm pretty certain Lucy's been on it with us. I was convinced that she'd done it with me multiple times, but she was adamant that she'd never been down there. So, one for a heat map. <laughs> the dream. Tom, how's it been back in Leeds? Um, it's been all right. I've, like, I uh, got back to Leeds Monday evening. For those who can hear it on the audio, uh, Jack's currently shaking his protein shake around. <laughs> I'll mute that anyway. It's just annoying you two. Uh, yeah, so I got back Monday evening. That was a long day, that was. So we we left Ghent. Actually, no, we were in um, a place called Tübingen on Sunday. Uh, I raced a German Bundesliga and James raced the open race and he won. And our team won the, won the race. And then straight afterwards, we like drove nearly seven hours to Ghent. Uh, got there about 1.30 in the morning. Then set alarms for six. Got on the road by quarter past. And then drove from Ghent to Folkestone to get the tunnel, tunnel crossing. So then, yeah, drove... Yeah, one and a half hours, then all the way back from Folkestone to Leeds, got got back to Leeds around three o'clock, so that was a big couple of days of driving. So yeah, straight straight to the cinema to watch Barbie. How was it? <laughs> I reckon you would absolutely love it, Jack. Uh, we're going to go tomorrow, but I think we're going to go Monday instead. But yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it. I enjoyed it. Like It was just fun. It was a yeah. fun, uh, fun film. You fancy it, Sam? I fancy it more than I fancy... What's the other one? Is it Oppenheimer? The Oppenheimer. Yeah. yeah. That looks pretty good about building the atomic bomb. My, I just can't be bothered sitting there for three hours. Yeah. yeah. Well, on the radio on the way back, Jeremy Vine came on saying, should any film be three hours? And I'm in agreement that I don't think they should because I just fall no, asleep. No. I reckon I've got about two, hour, two hours in the cinema and then I'm then I'm out. I'm, I'm, I'm asleep. Yeah. yeah. I went to watch um, Mission Impossible with some friends like two weeks ago and that was nearly three hours and you know there's only so many times you can watch Tom Cruise not fall out of a train and fight someone on the top of it before 
<laughs> it's it is mental though, because I will sit and watch five hours of cycling for 21 days straight. That is true. Or, like I did on Saturday, I will sit there and pretend I'm part of the England cricket team and look out the window and watch for rain, but not move in case it stops raining and play starts. I sat there all day. I, did, I didn't do anything. It was sad. It was a, it was really a gutting sad. end to the ashes. <laughs> oh, I also, thought my day was sad. <laughs> well, that as well. Obviously, because we're recording this like a week before it publishes, some of our conversations don't age very well. Like last time we spoke, England were doing really well in the Ashes, and then we lost. And also, the Pog was doing pretty well in the Tour, and then he got absolutely belted. Yeah, the Tour is sad for me, but yeah. I'm really looking forward to Worlds. Yeah, I did weeks. really enjoy the last stage. Yeah, what I'm the Charles Elise stage? Yeah, I thought the sprint was really good. I missed it, unfortunately. I was. I think I was really. Yeah, we were to driving Glasgow to watch a bit. Well, Glasgow Worlds will be good. We're flying from Edinburgh. To, to the US and I'm half tempted on the way back just to like hang around Scotland for a day or two to try yeah. and watch some especially the, I, I don't know when the mountain biking is but that's down in Peebles isn't it so it's that's not glad that's the weekend after oh okay I can't hang around that long uh, yeah because I was looking at days and we missed the road race I think the only thing we could watch was something like the under 23 men's race when did you get back yeah okay we're flying the sixth, flying on the seventh in the UK. What day is that? Mon- Monday. Tuesday. Monday. Yeah. Because I looked at like because like the women's time trials on like the Wednesday, Thursday. Because I was seeing when Paula Finley's like racing. Oh yeah, I heard oh, she's yeah. doing that. Yeah, super cool. She's doing that it? with hope of going to the Olympics or something. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. How does that work with points and stuff though? Because no idea, and it'll vary federation to federation. I guess yeah. if you national champ, you sort of bypass any criteria, don't you? Well, it must be one of the criteria, right? You'd assume if you're national champ, and then if she's got a world championship finish, that must be more points. But yeah, she obviously doesn't have a team, so yeah, she might have to enter some other races, or if there are UCI, there aren't really any UCI individual time trials, really, are there? No, you could, also can you enter the UCI races. without a team? No, no, no idea. Then, in theory, that shouldn't hamper your Olympic chances because it should be individual it's not like triathlon is it it's like most sports Olympic is separate to the rest of their racing you'd think especially yeah. to get involved with teams and stuff like that if need be yeah might be interesting to follow that anyway see how yeah. um, if she makes it or not yeah I mean she's a bit of an axe isn't she so it'd be cool to see it'd be a good barometer for where triathlon fits into that race yeah yeah because we were thinking of doing what well, Lucy's thinking of doing um, the British National 10 mile TT champs Oh, sort nice. of the same sort of thing to see where she fits in with the top like TT girls in the country. Does she have to post an open time to get selected? Has she got one? Well, she posted an open twelve and a half the other day. Send them an email and see what what they what they think because every TT that we've looked at recently has been under subscribed. So kind of thinking, oh well, we've done a, a local TT. Did a ten last year. We'll do a ten if you want, but professional athlete kind of thing let's can you just give us a start and see what they say nice yeah see what they do. I suppose it's not that difficult to rock up and belt out a 10 for a Thursday week Thursday session or whatever no we were looking at one to do tonight but it was for Harrogate and it was members only and they said no no guests uh, good old British time trialling scene yeah stuck in the past yeah that is I'm, I'm tempted to give it a nudge um, but I just I was speaking I, I bumped into 
Joe Yee when I was riding today, we're chatting a bit and he's entering a few. And I'm just like, oh, it'd be really cool. But with all like the traveling and racing I've got coming up, I just can't really fit it in. And I just need, yeah. It, you've just got to commit to them, haven't you? And just like, yeah, yeah, make sure it's worthwhile. Whereas if you're in the middle of a, it's kind of hard to do, especially a ten when you're like in the middle of a block because you have to be kind of fresh to like go full gas for twenty minutes as hard as you can. Yeah, it's yeah, a good time. It's also so condition dependent. A good time, like the variability mm. is like a minute, isn't it? Which is a massive difference when you're looking for. Like it's fine getting like you know winning or losing or whatever, or finishing top three, top five. But when you're actually looking to get internationals and stuff, you do just need a good time. But the TT I did last week, I reckon, is the best consistent effort I've ever done on a time on a time trial. Mate, we need to talk about this because as we left, we uh, gave you a bit of a slamming and said you wouldn't be within three or four minutes of Lucy. So do you want to give us the uh, final results? So she. Didn't catch me till 17 and a half minutes, which I thought was a pretty decent effort. That is good. Um, and then she put, so I went, she went 27.49 and I went 29.30. Your so diet is incredible. Minutes. You've gone from protein shake to Pepsi Max straight out the bottle. Mate, I'm living the dream. Vic's away, <laughs> so, you know, no parents, no rules, no bedtimes. <laughs> Surprised it's not full fat. <laughs> nah, it's full caffeine though. She'll get back at <laughs> eight o'clock and I'll won't have cooked dinner and I'll be absolutely gibbering away to myself at hundred miles an hour. <laughs> She'll be like, What is going on here? I've got stuck cameras and bits everywhere because I'm going away this weekend. So yeah, just making it worse for myself. But I think the worst part of the time trial was I was absolutely petrified to look over my shoulder. Yeah, because every single time I thought, like, if you get to a junction, I'm like, I can't look over my shoulder to see if there's a car coming because I'd be more disappointed if Lucy was coming than a car. <laughs> <laughs> so she just sort of came out of nowhere and then didn't say anything to me and just flew past and stopped getting a big gear down the hill and yeah, just disappeared. And I was like, oh, I'll she not even give you a little wave or a little wave. Or Nothing at all. Everyone I went past, I was like, well, mate, well done. Because you know, it's a club event. Nice. Everyone fun. you went past. Hey, I went past some some old boys. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, she she just came past me with absolutely nothing. I was like, oh, that's rude. So you yeah. done well there to hold her to a couple of minutes. Yeah, it's quite a look though. Warming up, riding out of Leeds with an aero helmet, skin suit, calf guards, baby shoes, and a road bike. <laughs> what wheels did you have? <laughs> just what four or fours or whatever I've got on, <laughs> on my Scott. Oh, like powerful. 50 mil deep. Love to I, see I, it. it. It did look great. Calf guards and an air helmet aren't the one for shopping around public roads. Yeah, I bet. Tom, how was it back being racing Bundesliga on the short stuff? Oh, it was actually a good laugh, to be fair. I I went in with, like, not huge expectations. I didn't want to, like, do a bad job for the team because it was my first outing for him. But, yeah, kind of... Started the race, chaos got dunked twice, uh, <laughs> just around the boys, and then just like, I was a bit far back at the turn point and managed to swim up to the front pack, which is good news. And then, yeah, got on the bike and I was feeling pretty good, like pulling through. Uh, you know, when you like, you pull through or you're behind someone who's pulling through and they're taking ages to get through. Yeah. Like, they're struggling. And then I just got on the front and just like, come through nice and smooth. I was like, oh, yeah, I've got good legs. But our like team leader, uh, Simon Westman, he crashed just as I thought about attacking. 
So that kind of kind of stopped me attacking, which was a shame because I, I thought I could get like 20 seconds or something. But uh, I had to kind of wait at the back of the pack and help him get back on. Yeah, that was all right. And then got onto the run. Had had the slowest T2 because I was like, it was downhill into T2. And I was like, oh, I don't really want to crash here. Because it's, people are just like fighting for dismount. And it's like 50k an hour into dismount. I wasn't really feeling that aggressive. Um, so I let our guys kind of rack and stuff before I put my bike in and put my shoes on and actually started to run pretty well, uh, finished fifth. So oh, yeah, not, not bad. Like a good little sharpener before US Open, I reckon. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it was fun. I, I, I definitely, um, go back again if they have me, but, uh, my team is pretty strong. So I'm probably more of a reserve kind of guy, but, um, nice. yeah, no, it was good. I do think that, like what you said about other people pulling through on the bike slowly because they're suffering, it's such a big difference. If you see someone else dying and you know that you're feeling good, that wave you can ride is fantastic. It's like, all, yeah. when you're, like when you're on a group ride and there's someone who's really struggling, you almost never get to that stage. There's never normally two people really struggling because you always see them and you're just like, oh, that yeah, could be worse, could be that. that. Yeah. 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 yeah, definitely. That is so true. I'm gonna. But it's also the worst place to be when it's you. That is also true. <laughs> That's probably you today, right, Sam? That's me. Most times, I put my cycling shoes on. To be honest, <laughs> it's getting there. How was the ride back from the time trial? Were you cracked? I drove. <laughs> <laughs> I drove. I drove straight to KFC. The dream family bucket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a Pepsi Max. Around. See, I'm onto something. Oh, this is what I was going to tell you, boys. I completely forgot when we were talking about the airport beers last week or the week before. When I was flying to Fort Ventura in um, January, there was a guy on our flight, and he knew the something like the uh, flight attendant was his mate's girlfriend, so he sort of knew the crew. So they let him buy a bottle of vodka in duty free and drink the full bottle on the flight. Which obviously, like, you're not allowed to drink the alcohol until you land. But they let him at this bottle of vodka. Just before the plane landed, he vomited all over himself. He was sat like three rows in front of me with his family. They were obviously mortified. He vomited everywhere. He then fell down the stairs as we were getting off the plane. And I've just got a photo of him on my phone. And he's just got this like pool of, it looks like he's wet himself, but he's just got this like pool of vomit all over his grey joggers. And we flew out of Leeds, Bradford. The flight took off at like quarter past six in the morning. So we landed in Fort Ventura before 10am or like 10am, 11am. And he was annihilated. Where did your day go from there? I, I don't know what is. It's just, I, was, I wasn't even mad. I was impressed. <laughs> I'd have been That's insane. That's insane. What, wait, got, yeah. He had a family. No, no, there was just a random family sat next to him. Oh. He was with like three mates, but they hadn't paid to sit together on Ryanair. So they were like split up all over the plane. And he was chatting to the hostesses and they were letting him chin away this bottle of vodka. And uh, it did not end well. I mean, that would never end well, ever. Oh, I don't no. know where he's going from there. Like, you're right, Sam. What's he going to do? Night out? You know, at 11 in the morning? He, I reckon he must have gone to bed, woke up and just got straight back on it. But you can't go to bed at that time. You can't check in till three, most hotels. You can if you're in that state. You go to bed anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you're on, on the beach bus. in Ibiza. Yeah. 
<laughs> I wish I'd been on the beach that day. Christ. I couldn't imagine anything worse than that. That sounds horrendous. Was it, was it a nice vodka? I didn't, I don't know. I don't know vodka um, at all. I don't know what brand it was or anything. I just know, I'm very sure it was vodka. It's a like, nice vodka. It's all the same. It's just That is true. It's all There's a slight like hierarchy. It's a one-way ticket. I had a really nice shot of salted caramel vodka the other week. And oh, sounds I, like a bit I put that way higher than a, a shot of Glenn's. Someone had a Bonoffi espresso martini and I was like, take my money. I don't know where. Yeah. It was at um, uh, that Italian place in Leeds that you said to the night, Sam. Stuzzy, that's it. But they've taken, you said they've taken it off the menu, so I'm not going yeah, to back gone. on the menu. It was fantastic. Yeah, that is everything good about the world. I need that. <laughs> had a few beers on Saturday at this wedding and that's why I've got a cold now because I didn't eat all day. Went to a wedding, didn't, did like four and a half hours on my bike had like a single bagel, went to a wedding and then you don't eat till like half four and then like there wasn't a lot of food. So I didn't eat until the pizza at nine o'clock. So I've been binned for about four days. A few, few glasses of rosé and uh, the old champagne for the speeches and see me off. Can't hack it. Last Thursday we were tempted by um, Latino night in Lavinia, like our last <laughs> night out. Um, but we'd all trained pretty hard and unlike me, I was like, guys... I'm not going to Latino night. Like it, it's just going to get us ill, put us in a box. And like that sounds, it sounds boring. I know, but we, no, no, none of us wanted to, we're all too tired. We all trained too hard and we just went for like pizzas and a few beers instead. But the, the temptation was high. Cause we've been going to Vivio, um, every couple, like a couple of, a couple of days a week. And like the uh, adverts for like Latino night and the guy, the guy who keeps on serving us who, he kind of knows me from since I've been going to Lavinia. He's like, oh, yeah, Latino night's the best night. And we're like, oh, could we could do it. But in the end, we bottled. What does I'm it kind entail? Because it's just a night out. Like, uh, they've got a club downstairs and stuff. But All, yeah. all the best clubs are downstairs. Sticky dance floors. Yeah. Nice they, sweat boxes. The, the no last lights. time I was there, yeah. uh, I think the only women who were there, they paid to be dancers. <laughs> So well, there's no one else on a dancing camp who offended it night out. <laughs> well, we, we did try to get Remco to come, but uh, he wasn't keen either. What about your best mate, uh, Michael Matthews? Um, I think he'd left, you know. I think he'd... Uh, well, I'd not seen him, him off. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he probably felt a bit awkward when I kept on saying good day to him all the time. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was a it was a good call. I think uh, not not going on Latino night. Yeah, but surely you'd have just put yourself in a hole. Yeah, I probably got ill like you are now. So yeah, and we had yeah. a race. We had a race like two days later. So wouldn't uh, have been yeah, the best true. move. How um, did the open race work then? For you said James did the open race. It just yeah, same, it's just same um, course. It is, he did the Olympic distance uh, just in okay. the morning. So yeah, similar course. Um, so what distance was yours? Sprint distance. Ah, uh, okay. No, it went well. Like I, I was speaking to Freddie about sprint distance racing. He's like, oh, if you've done a lot of like middle distance stuff, sprint feels so quick and like so short. And he's right. Like it was over and I didn't even feel that tired at the end. Like I couldn't have gone any harder, but I also didn't feel like battered as well. So yeah, yeah, it was... 
Did you um, tell Freddie that you're going to rip his legs off in America? That was that was what he said <laughs> off air, right? <laughs> no, I've been I've been copying his sessions and doing like 20 watts more than he has. So, oh, good. <laughs> I mean, it goes without saying that I will. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Even on my low low reading power meter. So yeah, <laughs> I'm excited to watch that race in the US from afar. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. Um, I've got the weekend. Really good. I've got the weekend off as well. So after, so I've got so a tough weekend this weekend coming with like shooting weddings and stuff. And then I've given myself like three weeks no work to get ready for the Ironman, which will be embarrassing when I flunk the Ironman, but it'll be good fun. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, yeah no I'll definitely definitely watch the race. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to walk another marathon. <laughs> Don't get a blister. <laughs> Don't get a blister. Yeah. Yeah. The last four, no, five marathons I've done, I've had four infected blisters afterwards. I literally Ooh. like do a marathon and then can't walk for two weeks. So I've never had that I'm before, because I've never done a marathon. Uh, yeah, this is the way I'm going wrong. <laughs> yeah, you've got, you fucked me there. So I've entered Almir, um, which is a uh, 9th of September or something. And I'm, I am nervous about the marathon because I've, the longest I've ever run is like 35, 36k or something. That doesn't feel too bad, but I just, a marathon just feels, just seems so long. And yeah, I'm worried about like the pain I'm going to get potentially from blisters or, I don't yeah. know, just like muscles just breaking down and stuff. That was like London. Um, when when I ran London, one of the worst things for the first 30k was the blisters because it was raining so much that like, I just remember hitting halfway and my feet were just on fire. I was like, this is not going to look pretty after the race. Yeah, pretty rough. But Sam, you're right. Running marathons is where we're going wrong. Maybe we should just mm. stick to park run. I do love a park run now. I'm a bit of a convert. I've not done a park run in ages. I did one at home last weekend and loved it. And I did one. We went to Scotland a few weeks ago and I did one up there as well. It was good bands. It's just good, good value, isn't it? You just turn up. You don't have to pay anything. You just have your barcode. Doesn't matter what happens. Everyone's getting involved. I'm, yeah, I'm a bit of that. I quite like. I do quite like a park run until you turn up thinking that you're going to go well and then you get smoked by some child. <laughs> Well, I did a I park run on Chris, Christmas Day a few years ago, and it was actually pretty stacked. Like uh, there was a couple of decent runners there, so I was having this battle uh, with this guy. I think I ran like fifteen, sixteen, and it was like a free lap one, so you end up getting traffic on the last lap or so. So you're not really running the fastest course, but I was. I ended up getting the win in the end, uh, and I also had a Santa hat on, and he didn't. He took it a little bit more seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you said there was? You had to clarify there were decent runners there, so that when you said you won, we were impressed. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah cool. I was meant to do part run last Christmas Day. My mum will actually like me telling this story, seeing as she's the only person that listens. But um, as I told everyone I was going to do part run on Christmas Day, and then we went out on Christmas Eve because my mates from home always enjoy a bit of a Christmas Eve knees up, and it got way too far out of hand. And I got home at five in the morning on Christmas Day missed part run couldn't eat my son my christmas dinner i was absolutely annihilated my mom was like ah this is why you don't drink so much yeah just completely <laughs> completely ruined christmas for myself <laughs> we, we used to do uh, christmas eve as well night out in derby um but it's kind of stopped happening now. i think most most people have like moved away and stopped coming back to derby for christmas so it doesn't really happen anymore but that used to be a, a real good get together like everyone everyone used to be back at home and stuff I don't think I've um, ever been out in Derby. I used to go out in Stoke quite a bit when I was at school, but I've not been been as far as Derby. Yeah, Derby's, I mean, it's not great. Uh, no, no. But Stoke. it's all about who you live, isn't it, really? Yeah, exactly. Um, my brother knows the scene a bit better. I think it's. I think it has got better, but I've not done a night out, night out in Derby for a while. 
well, actually, I lie. We did a few last Christmas time, but um, nothing, nothing too wild. We just went back to our old like uh, school haunts, really. Oh, nice. Um, they're still going strong. Still yeah. learning underage people. Yeah, good value. <laughs> Is that why you went back? <laughs> <laughs> no, we when we went back, we went to it. It's called Blue Note, and it was actually full of people my age and older. So I think everyone was going back to relive their school school days and realise that we're the only people who probably go now. People are trying to get <laughs> those memories back. So the uh, the underage people have probably found somewhere else to go. I used to borrow my mate's ID when I was like underage and I remember getting asked every single detail on the driving license um, <laughs> before I could buy a drink and I remembered it all and the, the, the bar person who was serving me was like I don't believe you at all but I'm going to have to serve you because my boss says just serve you Are you and your brother the same age? Are you twins? Yeah we're twins yeah oh, Okay that answers that one then so you couldn't use your brother's ID? <laughs> no that wouldn't work <laughs> 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 who's older uh, David by like five ten minutes oh nice sweet yeah do you want to tell us about your uh, the rogue Instagram accounts you've been following oh yeah um so I wouldn't say it's rogue it's just like random ones that you, you, you sometimes stumble upon and what was the one that I incorrect dinosaurs incorrect dinosaurs so, yeah yeah so obviously there is a market for like dinosaur dinosaur books and toys and stuff. I wonder where that's They're largely very incorrect. Um, so this account just like kind of puts these pictures up and describes what's going on and why why they're completely wrong. Like they're in different prehistoric eras and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, that was just a random account that I followed. Um, and I have got a few other random ones like that as well. But I so thought it's, so it's basically when a science I, account. Yeah, but it's just got like books from the eighties, pictures of like a T Rex fighting a, I don't know, a Diplodocus or something. That could that could even be right, but that was just an example of what I just suddenly thought in my head. Um, so yeah, just just stuff which is just completely wrong, but it's obviously like created for children just to, like read and enjoy and stuff. So um, yeah, it amuses me every time I see a post. I don't think I follow that many rogue accounts. My I follow a lot of tales. Trench Tales. It's just random. It's just bike shops putting random stuff on, but it's like, it, I mean, it's quite niche humour, but it's just the worst of the worst of bike shops that people just don't have a clue about. It, as someone who gets this sort of stuff in, it really, really gets me. Fair. I, I was... one, and there's one called My Alley's Overpriced, and it's just going through eBay and finding stuff that people have way overpriced and way overvalued and then they don't sell it and they can't work out why that is very fair I mean it's one that me and you follow in this sound where you just see red people who've bought bikes and then just the horrendous state that the mechanics got to deal with um, and or just how someone's like built a bike and it's just completely wrong like their imagination to put together a bike like that's uh, pretty interesting because yeah, it is wild. I used to be on a wicked Facebook page or Facebook group called Urban Fedora Hunters. It was just people posting pictures of random people they saw in public wearing fedoras and what, what they were wearing, and that used to really, really, really make me laugh. That was quite a funny account. 
one of the best is the Facebook page Rate My Plate. You've seen that <laughs> where people put food yeah. on and they just go in the comments and it is just an absolute I don't even know what. It's just people absolutely obliterating each other. It'd be like beans on toast or something like that and just people going to absolute town. That was always there are pages like that, aren't there, where the comments are more valuable than Oh yeah, the actual. There's a lot of yeah. the, the ones that. There's a Gordon Ramsay like... one in there where they submit to Gordon and he's like, just ripping apart someone's meal or something. He uh, did that a lot during lockdown, didn't he? Yeah, that might have been where it was from. Yeah. There's always those ones you get with when they're like the police put out a report and they're looking for someone who's got like like big ears and it's like, like all the comments are just like oh, oh that was get, so good yeah get sky on his on his ears and stuff like that that was on the uh, manchester police wasn't it or manchester even yeah. news so someone put it out yeah the comments were so good facebook's just good for that though people there's so many more like old people that are not i don't know how to describe them politically like a bit daft you know not <laughs> Like, yeah, just like just some of the comments. Things Did you dying. see Miguel Lopez? No, positive test. Well, yeah, it was an, a positive test. But then I've seen videos of him punching someone. Well, that positive a, test is from 2020, right? Or uh, a few yeah. years ago. Yeah, but then there's been loads of posts about him hitting someone whilst out cycling. Oh right. <laughs> well, this niche video that I found was from the. 2019 Giro, so it's not very recent, so ignore me. But it is Lopez hitting a fan up being knocked off his bike. Oh, yeah. Did you see the Seb Cuss smash? That was quite bad. Where the guy, like. I reckon they're going to put this down to road rage. The spectator slapped him on the back and he just, like, fell off. Yeah. And then brought down. Spectators in the tour this year were wild. Yeah. Do you remember last year that woman with the sign, though? And she got arrested. Yeah. Yeah. What couldn't they were in Germany, weren't they? Where she was facing like the that. wrong way, yeah, and brought down the whole peloton. Yeah, it was quite a good effort. Terrifying. Can you imagine being in it and just thinking like any of these fans could just smash us up? Like, it's one thing if you run out of talent or the guy in front of you goes down because he's overcooked a corner or something, but like to be brought down by people on the side of the road, you can't imagine it. It was stressful watching at times on that, especially on the climbs when they're, they're yeah. just getting so close. Yeah, um, I don't know and how all- I would find that. They're all absolutely battered as well. Yeah. But it's like Solar Hill at Roth. Isn't that going to be the same? I've never done it, but... I've heard it's like it's... The closest I've done is Ironman Wales, that um, heartbreak hill, and the fans are pretty close on that. But there's enough of a gap that you can see your way up. Like, you're not looking at that thinking, where am I going to go? Yeah, most of the races I've been to, like with Lucy, they just disappear into the middle of nowhere and there's not a soul to be seen for 90k. Yeah. Some Ironmans are so bleak to watch. Like Kona's like that. It's the worst spectating race going. You like go through town and then you don't see them for 180k. And then you come back, you do 10k of the marathon out of town, come back through town and it's like see you in 30k time. Yeah. It's just rubbish. What have you got on this week? Any any, any good plans? Might see Barbie, as mentioned. And then I'm down in Exeter shooting a wedding. And then I've got to drive from Exeter on Saturday shooting a wedding. And then Cheshire on... Sunday shooting a wedding so back to back weddings with a four hour drive in between so that'll be nice and fun <laughs> and it's outlaw full so meant we've got a team shooting down there so no doubt something will go wrong and I'll get a phone call halfway through the day and you're shooting outlaw 
No, because this wedding booked me four years ago. They booked me in 2019. Wow. Well, they booked me for 2020. That got postponed. And then they moved it to 2021. And obviously, at the start of 2021, we were still in lockdown. And the rules were a bit unclear. So they were like, right, we're just going to push it two years just to be safe. So... And I don't take weddings bookings on a Sunday anymore because obviously the last two years I've been shooting sporting events. So that'll be fun. Yeah, fair play to them. Happy for them. Booking me so long ago means they're also only charging them like 500 quid, I think, uh, which for a wedding photographer isn't very much. But yeah, it's got to be done. So that'll be good. Go ride my bike down in Exeter for a few days, get some heat map and then come back late Saturday night. What are you boys on? Just training, mate. Um, yeah, no, no plans really. Yeah, pa- packing up, uh, ready to go to the US. Fly on Monday. Um, t- we're both on Tuesday. Um, yes. I need to. Yeah. I need to speak to you about this, Sam. Are you gonna? When are you gonna head up to Edinburgh? Just on the morning? Or are you gonna stay the night? Uh, we're gonna stay the night. I think. You're gonna use um, the ten box. No, uh, Lucy's sister's taking taking that uh, the weekend of the race. So. She booked us into a hotel. I think I'll get I'll I'll get Lucy to send you the hotel. I don't think it was it was much. Okay, cool. I'll uh, yeah, I'll probably just do that then. Um, yeah, we, <clears throat> I don't fancy that drive in the morning, to be honest. Yeah, I was thinking it. it I, just, I, don't, I don't know about traffic, and obviously the flight is at eleven or something, isn't it? so it would mean an early start. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not overly bothered for that. We haven't had any Is It Me or this week's. We've got no fans. We had one from no. Kieran, from Kieran Linders who said, should uh, I be offended? Should I be offended that Tom doesn't remember any of our post-race alcohol chats? I thought it was a heart-to-heart moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, the point of that is um, the alcohol chats, aren't they? So you don't tend to remember stuff. <laughs> I remember the yeah, conversation in general, but I don't re- remember the details. You didn't write it down in your diary? I didn't know, um, but I'm sure Kieran will just tell me it all again. So, uh, yeah, he, he likes to tell tell stories again and again, especially about Almir. What did you say? You reckoned you could put you reckoned you could put 30 minutes into him in Almir? Is that what you said? Oh, <laughs> uh, if I if if it goes all right, maybe 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Kieran's the one to beat, isn't he? Like he's ex, yeah, ex defending uh, champion. champ, defending yeah. champ, yeah. Nah, I'm just going to follow him all day and then dip him on the line. <laughs> sneak, sneak the extra PTA points. You need... Uh, do, is it worth extra in the challenge rankings? Yeah, that's kind of why I'm tempted as well. I think it's worth um, 500 points. So only yeah. 100 less than Roth. We don't uh, talk yeah. about the challenge rankings because it's it's still slightly unknown. I mean, we don't want people to get on the idea that it's a good thing to pursue. What's the yeah. payout? 30 grand? 25. 25. Whoa. Dreaming. So the yeah, any yeah. party's on you if you win it. Well, yeah. Well, no, I've said this before. Um, it's I got asked at Challenge Champs, so like, oh, what are you going to do if you win the bonus? I was like, I just put it on the bar at our wedding. Oh, nice. <laughs> and then the guy was waiting for me to say, and this and that. <laughs> and I think uh, Aaron <laughs> said, no, he's going to put it all on the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Have you told Sean about that yet, or is this breaking news? <laughs> I think she'll have to listen to this podcast for her to hear it. She does listen, actually. She said she's listened to a few. So. When you say she's listened to a few, we've, uh, this is only episode five. 
I think she's. I think she said she's listened to the ones that are out. Maybe not the most recent one that we put out. But I was going to say, yeah. if anyone, if anyone in the world makes it through episode two with that sound quality, I'm impressed. I had someone message me saying it gets better towards the end. And I was just like, credits to you for making it towards the end. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've just, I've just had a message off Sean saying she's listened to three of them. So she's now oh, listening wow. to. She's getting the live recording. Yeah, she is. <laughs> I said I said she could sit and listen if she wanted to, but she's in the bath instead. She's in the she's messaging you from the bath. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, knock a bath. Well, I didn't knock the bath. I, I didn't. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> we don't have bath. a bath. Well, we do have a bath, but it's where the bikes live. So I keep my bikes in the bath. <laughs> I can clean them in there, so we never use the bath. Vic, obviously, absolutely you loves clean it. them in there. You've never brought me a clean bike. Yeah, well, you know, once in a while I clean my bike. <laughs> that's what that's what I pay you for. Oh, that's good. I owe you some money. Uh, yeah, yeah, you do. Um, we'll, we'll work that Send out. me an invoice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, uh, well remembered. The biggest downfall in my business is remembering to get people to charge me. Yeah, me. yeah, that was me originally. <laughs> yeah, doing business is, is not much fun. But we are, well, I'm, me and Tom are both off to the US Open, so... If anyone wants any specific content, and we can, you know, we can get on the Instagram and stuff like that, and see if we can find anything that people want to find interesting. I guess I'm, I'm up for that. We'll launch this episode early so that it comes out like maybe Wednesday or Thursday next week. Yeah. So that then we can even can do a US Open special. Yeah, yeah, maybe on Sunday or something. We'll do yeah. it on Saturday. It's after. Lucy's raced and we'll do like a pre-drink special Tom when's your race before, before we go to the after party it's Friday oh yeah um, that pre-drink special would be good that'd be yeah that'd be good what am I I'm at a friend's house but I'm sure I could spare an hour oh it'd be evening as well because you guys would be behind me so that'd be easy yeah who are we getting on we need a guest we need a good guest someone f- so, not someone boring I don't want someone that's going to say I had a good race today I pushed good power <laughs> I ran very well. So we've limited to not many people who do professional triathlon, aren't we? That is true. <laughs> yeah. Surely if you get someone high value on. Let's get Indy Lee or someone. I'll just ask yeah. at the race briefing. I'll put my hand up and that'll be my question to the room, not to the race director. Mate, if you if you do that, that would be such high value content. <laughs> Tom can video it. You can put your hand up. Does anyone want to come on the One by podcast? <laughs> If the race director would, wants to, we can. That would not go down well with 95% of that room. No, all the PTO, because they don't normally win the race briefings if you're not an athlete. Uh, that is true. I've got a reputation since European Open, though. I, Cam Worth called me out. Or not called me out. Uh, there was like, um, there's a group chat for the athletes, and we had like these GPS uh, trackers on us. And uh, Dylan McNeese, who's the, uh, one of the kind of, he kind of runs everything pretty much. Uh, he was like, oh, if anyone's like not handed in their GPS monitor, can you uh, drop it off this morning? And then Camworth is like, well, Tom's obviously missing in action, so it'll be easy to find him if he's still got his. Because obviously <laughs> we, we were out well late. And that's the first time I'd re- ever really inter- interacted with the uh, the legend Camworth. So that's he quite can proud come on any time. I want to hear if he's actually fu- as funny as he is on Instagram. <laughs> we'll put him to the sword. We'll get him on. Definitely. I don't think he's in uh, We're still Milwaukee, waiting for you to get Freddie on. 
Oh, yeah, well, um, so we were going to get him on, but uh, he, he just had this rest day and I didn't want to disturb him. He, he has loads of rest days because he doesn't, he just rest every other day, I think, pretty much. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he basically went to Lavinia and I spent half of it rested, but fair enough. But yeah, if, if I can find a, find a bit of time for him to come on, if it fits in with his schedule, then maybe in Milwaukee, but I'm sure he'll be, he'll be keen at some point. We'll line him up. Yeah. Fred, Freddie's a, Freddie will be a good, a good laugh to have on, especially because he can actually defend himself when I take the piss out of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It> deflect. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, we'll work on a guest and find out something in the US. Sam, have you actually got the Instagram login now? Have you been in? No. Oh, good. Sweet. So when you said you can post Instagram content, you were lying. Well, yeah. Um, there's, there's, there's holes in my story, but you know we'll we'll get there. I'm sure we can we can work out what the Instagram story is. Fair. I mean, we'll work it out. Considering we decided we were going to record about two hours ago, uh, we fumbled our way through this podcast pretty well. So I'm sure we can fumble our way through race week. Whilst I was waiting for you to come whilst you were busy jogging around outside, I saw a wicked Instagram video of someone making a porn star martini protein shake. Oh. I reckon that's right up your street. I reckon it is. Send me the video. I'll try and find it again. It was deep in my uh, my scrolling on Instagram. <laughs> I reckon I can get there. Did it have alcohol in it? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay. Meanwhile, Tom's yeah, drinking yeah. his crabbies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't do protein shakes. I'd rather have a beer after training. I only had one because I'm being a bit precious because I think that's why I got ill from drinking beer and not eating anything. That, that's never the case, to be honest. That's a problem with weddings. So just, Tom, at your wedding, make sure you feed people properly. <laughs> All right, what, what food would you want at a wedding? Hog roast. Oh, hog roast is good in the evening or pizza, but like you, when you're, you need actual food in the day, none of this like little bit of buffet stuff, just like put a plate in front of people that they can actually eat. It doesn't have to be fancy either. That's worse when they put, you know, when they put like t- tiny little, like it's meant to be like fish and chips and the fish is like a fish finger and there's a chip <laughs> and like three peas and you're like, come on now. That's not a meal. Jack wants McDonald's basically. Tom. Jack wants McDonald's. Right. Okay. I'll work on it. My phone has died. <laughs> yeah. McDonald's. Okay. Someone did that. Was it McDonald's? have a wedding package or something do you see this on facebook it was like went around yeah, and obviously like about seven people tagged me in it as soon as they saw it it was like you can buy like <laughs> a thousand chicken nuggets or something for your wedding or uh that'd be good kfc would be a powerful one as well a domino's yeah. well, also good i saw a conspiracy theory video the other day that kfc's um it's not actually chicken it's pigeon it's pigeon well you know pigeon yeah. it makes hit a car I was riding by so should have picked up and cooked it there's a, a video of the colonel in a KFC with a pigeon on his head <laughs> read into that what you want I read into that as it's not chicken two two wild things happened within five minutes on my ride on last night I've been stung by a bee it is my leg looks like it's grown another leg and I got stung about six weeks ago as well but anyway just reminded of me of punching uh, this is kind of not related but we were out cycling yesterday and a, uh, a blackbird flew at my mate, just missed him and flew head first into the driver's window uh, of a car that was like probably a meter away from us. And you know, and like, it sounded like someone had thrown a brick at the car. It was like so loud. 
And like we both nearly wobbled off our bikes. We were just that startled. And the car like came to a screeching halt. Thought we'd like thrown something at the car. I was like, no, you just hit a bird, mate. But yeah, that was my random uh, random story for you there. But yeah, I learned the hard way this weekend. You need to, eat, although eating is cheating, eating more makes the party better. And then you don't end up with the Rona. It's not actually the Rona, but also don't let your is Sean's dad doing a speech. Uh, is that traditional? Yeah, it is. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Yes, yeah, I reckon. I reckon. Don't let him go on for more than ten minutes. We had one forty-five minutes was a bit excessive. Forty-five minutes. Yeah. You've never listened to this podcast for forty-five minutes. I guess if that yeah. happens, then if you know roughly how long the uh, the bride's uh, father's speech is going to be, you could like secretly create a drinking game um, <laughs> for everyone to partake in, uh, involving the speech. That could be good. <laughs> Maybe we should, before your wedding, create a set of rules and uh, you have to follow them. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to get some weird, wor- weird word in your speech, the classic. Can you get watermelon <laughs> into the speech? Something daft like that. Oh, uh, yeah, that should be a problem. Talk about a llama. <laughs> <laughs> Although if Sean yeah. listens to the podcast, we've not got a lot of chance. No, yeah, I think you'll have to pick some different words so that you'll be able to use water- watermelon or llama. Yeah, we'll work on it. <laughs> yeah. We'll get uh, suggestions from our five fans. <laughs> yeah, submissions. They went yes. for a while, yeah, so they've got time to think of some very niche words. Have you actually started planning it? Have you got a date and stuff? Oh, no, no. I'm waiting to win the US Open next week before I can uh, oh, sweet. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> yeah. And the challenge bonus, of course. Yeah, yeah. But that's just for the drinks. Well, to be fair, if I win 100k... I might have to put a bit towards the actual like venue and stuff, not just drinks. True. You just get married in a field, it'd be golden. Just go up to the Chevin. Yeah, I, I do like the idea of an outdoor wedding. It's just you can't predict it in the UK, can you? Like, Oh, no, yeah. We, well, we went to the one at the weekend, just rained all day, and we're mid-July. Oh, that's a <laughs> yeah. shame. But they had a really nice indoor space. It was actually good. It was good value. It was good to see, see everyone. But... um I'm only a bit of a I'm a bit of a scrooge about weddings because it's obviously what I do for work. When you see yeah. so many, you kind of want things to happen in a certain way, which is fast. the issue. Obviously, with like quite a lot of our social group is loads of people race in the summer. Yeah. Um, so I know a few a few weddings I went to last year. They were in by November and December, which yeah, are, they're good. actually really nice, and they got lucky with the with the weather. But it might have to be more of a, an autumn winter one. You can do a New Year's um, Eve wedding like the Buckinghams and uh, the old COVID wedding where, what was it, like 50% of, the, 60% of the guests got COVID within a week of the wedding. Yeah, that was mental. Uh, but it was a great wedding. It, it, was, it was worth it. And, and rumour on the street was that Ruth Assel was a super spreader. <laughs> but I was lucky enough me. that I'd caught COVID like uh, two weeks before. So oh, I was nice. like immune. So I was well smug. I was like, yeah. oh, come at me, I'm, I'm immune. Yeah, so. that is strong. Right, we'll uh, we'll wrap up there. But yeah, thanks, lads. I'll uh, we'll catch you up next week while you're in the US. And um, sure, safe travels. Thanks a lot. Yeah, cheers, mate. See you. Give us a, give us a shout when uh, I'm pretty free. So give us a shout when you guys have some time, and we'll record another episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll definitely do one more throughout there. Sweet. I'm in. Cool. Cheers, lads. Adios. Bye.